You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. You're listening to the Empowered Woman, Badass and Unfiltered Podcast, a place for inspiration, empowerment, and personal development. Showcasing badass women from all over the world, giving tips on personal development, mindset, and healing. I'm your host, Olivia, transformational success coach for spiritual female entrepreneurs. Now let's dive into this episode. Do you have a mission or a massive goal you're trying to accomplish? The bigger the mission and the goal, the more you have to get out of your comfort zone. The more you have to challenge yourself and grow. My guest today knows all about that, and she will be sharing her story, and we'll be discussing the four M's of the Entrepreneurial Foundation. Thank you, Shariah Walker, also known as Shay on a Mission. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Thank you again, Olivia, for having me on this podcast. I am looking forward to answering all the questions and getting this, the, your audience inspired of what I do and what I got coming up. And I'm a, I'm a mission builder. I, I make sure that people are getting more in tune to be passionate about the lifestyle that they want to have and living life with no cap. What is, okay, what does living life with no cap mean? Um, it's funny. I mean, my, my actually clarity coach came up with that idea for, for marketing reasons. And it's basically you living on your terms. No cap means, you know, it's a, it's a, the new, new, new generation slang. So I, oh, I feel so old. I'm 20. Yeah. (laughs) You're not 20 Like I get cap, but I didn't know if it like meant for like CAP, like, like acronyms for something like, I know acronym it's just really just like um just like no no way no way of no glass ceiling no no limits like living life with no sky's the limit sky's the limit Mm -hmm. like you know living on your terms like not making people feel like you are you know less than and stuff like that literally living like taking control you wake up when you feel like it you go to sleep when you feel like it you know and stuff like that I mean from an entrepreneur standpoint you still got to be disciplined at least like is it if it's just a job like you know like some people have this misallocation like oh I want to own my own time okay you can own your own time but you still still need to um make sure that you're positioning yourself to sustain that financial freedom. And that's one thing that, that's why people fall off. You know, um, back in 2017, when I left my employer, I eventually came back in 2019, but uh, I left on good terms. I didn't have no plan. So now, you know, everybody that's an entrepreneur, they got to start somewhere. You know, ET started off in Olive Garden. Damon John started off in uh, Red Lobster, uh, Jeff Bezos and McDonald's. Everybody starts somewhere, but at the same time, the reason why they are where they at now is because the simple fact is they had it. They played it. They they basically indirectly created an expiration date. Um, one of my entrepreneur friends said that, and it just basically it stayed glued to me for years. She said it about three years ago, and I said, you know what? I know what my expiration date is, and this time when I leave, I know what um what it's going to take for me and what I'm, so I won't come back, you know, like, I mean, literally you shouldn't even walk off your job or try and go full throttle unless you have three to six months ahead. Honestly, technically you need to have at least a year of your need expenses and savings and stuff like that. And honestly, you know, Grant Cardone said it best. He said, you can save and save and save, but you got to save to invest. So like, if you're saving to invest, to level up, like people that got the stimulus check, Let's see how many people actually level it up and actually utilize it, not to just get the plain obvious car, a house. Let's see how many people actually level up and actually get put a business, put it into a business. 
you know, a lot of people ain't willing to do that. You know, I know people that have kids, you know, one guy I was driving last night, whatever, stuff like that. We was chatting it up and he said he got 8,000. And I said, well, what do you know? He's like, yeah, I'm trying to get a food truck company. I'm like, you know what? I'm proud of you because the whole fact of the matter is some people don't even start wanting to even think outside the box. They'll get, they'll get, I mean, especially people that have kids, they'll, they'll blow money on Disney vacations. Um, what, what is it? Other stuff they, they'll go out to, they'll just do it on silly stuff. And it's like, I mean, you know, holding on to the money to basically and start a business, you could start a coaching business and have a thousand dollars and like, really like thousand dollars, get a few tech things. It's, it's great. But honestly, like everybody doesn't want to be an entrepreneur, you know, mm-hmm. like, and sometimes like that family might really need that, like, experience mm-hmm. but I feel you because a lot of people blow their money on stupid shit and really they should be investing in themselves or you know at, at some point like doing something better but I I agree like um you know getting just getting themselves in a better position be right. doing something that their future self will be happy for like for me like I got no kids like I like th- it's times like this that I'm like oh it would be so nice if I had some kids to make, get some extra money. But at the same time, I was like, no, I would, I, it would be. Yeah. It's nothing like that inner peace. I don't have kids either right now. And the whole fact of the matter is I'm one blessed that I don't have kids with the wrong person. And then two, how to answer that question. <laughs> um, yeah. Real talk. Um, also the fact of depending back with your question, when somebody says they don't want to be an entrepreneur, I just tell them it's deadly to have one source of income period. If I agree. COVID, if COVID, if COVID didn't teach you, people got laid off. People, some people didn't get get to go back to their jobs. Um, yes, some people would cash in and was making a thousand dollars. But you know, honestly, with just my nine to five, <laughs> I mean, granted, I was pushing my coaching, I was still pushing my coaching business. But during my nine to five, I was making honestly more than what people was doing in employed. I'm like, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm like, it's crazy. But at the end of the day, it should have still should showed you that this economy isn't um stable enough for you to just rely on one source of income because you know they can mm-hmm. downstaff you know your position could be great and they can say that you a great you could be a great employer and then you could just be laid off one of my friends the silliest things not sending an email they'll find 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 silly ways to let you go you could be with a company for 10, 10 6 7 8 years and just let you go they'll find ways if they really like you know, and some companies will don't care if they'll take the unemployment. And then some companies will take that risk. I'm like, this person's not even an unemployment-like type of person. So I'm going to let this person go because they're going to bounce forward and find something different. They got connection. So they sometimes screen through. I mean, but this is the best time to honestly be on unemployment if there is any time in the world because they're getting so much extra money. Like, I'm not even going to say, like, I just, just to talk on the economic standpoint of it, like, we've got some serious people that just, that don't want to be entrepreneurs that are perfectly fine just living off of the government. And right now with them getting extra money, they're making a lot more money than certain jobs that are paying like $20 an hour. Like, Yep. depending on what they were laid off if from. i wasn't if i wasn't okay so if i was 100 percent employee minded i definitely would have still been i, I it's just not in my dna like, it's, it's not just, right it's not, it's in, not in my either. dna it's, it's not my dna but i would definitely people. i would definitely be taking advantage of the bit but at the same time i still be on the side building my business on the side build like you and at the same time this is what i tell people that don't want to do entrepreneurship do affiliate marketing Support other entrepreneurs that are selling. Like, prime example, I have a co-author book. You know, right now I have a deal. Whoever sells my helps sells my signed copy of my autograph book. You know, um, they're getting ten dollars flat rate, ten dollars. I'll send you the link. You basically purchase it. Boom! I take care of all the shipping and everything. All you got to do is say, "Hey, do you want to buy this book?" Here's the link. Boom! They they purchase. You get your cut. I get my cut. I'm not lift, so you're not getting that straight up that day. But you will, we'll make up arrangements, whatever. But at the same time, it's the same way. Like, you know, thinking outside the box of, okay, how can I make extra money? Like so many people just think just working a clocked in job and that's it to make money. No. Like, yeah, I know. You, you got to change friends. your mindset. You got You got friends. You should be asking your friends, how can I add value? I know some friends that would be great VAs. Literally, like they, they can just make my PowerPoints for me. They can um, make my flyers for me. Boom. That's your job. 
they won't, but some, but a lot of them won't do it. I'm like, you know, like at the end of the day, that's, that could be your job, literally like that, that could be your side job, you know, like, you know, doing the admin work, you know, um, I know some people that get paid just to schedule people's social media posts. My one coach, he literally kills it in the social media and he's not posting that every single day. He's not posting this, that, and that, and there every single day. Why? Because he hires out and stuff like that. And so many people are like, I just don't want the responsibility. No, it's called structuring how to do it. Because so many people have this mindset, uh, entrepreneurship goes into solopreneurship. No, you need to start hiring help. There's they need time- to read Emeth. That is what they need to read. Exactly. I love that book. That's a <laughs> must-do book. I've read uh-huh. it myself, Michael Gerber. Um, you know, he brings out the key concepts of um, technician. Um, what's the other two? Um, the like business owner, business owner, technician, and there's a, um, second one. So it, it, overall, it just shows like the manager, like there's a manager or something like, like one of the people that does all the work, one of the person that manages, but he's still in it. And then the uh, actual, like, is it the actual business owner entrepreneur? Yeah, business owner. The business owner is the one you want to get to because the mm-hmm. whole fact of the matter is just like the the four the four quadrants of cash flow. Um, you know, it's employee business, it's employee self-employed business and, and John and, uh and, Kiyosaki's and, book. Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah. Robert dude, why yeah. did I say John? <laughs> yeah, so he he basically created that methodology. And I matter of fact got his book. I'm he's on he's on my to-do list to read within the next two months, that that specific book. And overall. One of the key things that I love about Robert Kiyosaki, he's, he always makes you think like, you know, from an employee mindset, they'll say, I can't afford this. I can't afford that. An entrepreneur, we're going to say, how can I afford? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, like literally like whether I'm having, you know, rift with, you know, like, um, okay, this is not working for me in business. So I'm going to say, okay, how can I basically resolve this problem? You know? I need to be out there um, doing what's necessary for me to better myself. I need to be out there doing what's necessary for me to grow. And we as individuals got to see like, okay, where do I want to be? Do I want to stay in an employee and stuff like that? Because at the end of the day, I know so many people that retire from the job that they work, they might find a good job, find a career job and stuff like that. But what what's next afterwards? Do you have enough to retire? You know, I know so many people that retire from one job and they have to go back in the workforce. Or they have to basically dial down and then live live below their means. I want abundancy. So that's why entrepreneurship will always be where I want to be. I know people that's making ten to fifty thousand a month. Would mm-hmm. you rather make ten to fifty thousand a month or would you rather work a salary that you barely making thirty five, forty, and stuff like that? And that's what you gotta think about. So there's way of people that's there's people that's killing it in affiliate marketing. They just sell other people's stuff and they kill it you know, and stuff like that. You don't necessarily have to full throttle on a business, but at the same time, you want to basically get to that point where, you know, you're doing something. Like I know one of my friends, he invested in coaching and he made that back in one year. Well, he's, he built invested in coaching for one year and he's already made that back in like within a year and a half and stuff. Like that. I think he made it elite. He, he basically spent almost close to 20 to 50 and he's made that back. And then some, you know, and that, that comes with, really buckling down and having somebody to hold you accountable. And that's one thing that entrepreneurs, when it comes back to solopreneur, I don't believe solopreneurship exists because whether you, if you're doing services, you have somebody ship it off. One Google is one of your direct people. So you sitting like you, you basically utilizing Google services to ship stuff off. Now, when you go in death, when you have, if you have an actual product that you got to ship out, you're not shipping it out to Nova Scotia, FedEx, UPS, or are or the post office is doing it so therefore you can't say you're a solopreneur you know and stuff like that you know yes there's things that you got to do to build your business but you're gonna you got to basically get to a point of where you need to make money you need to decide what's going to be money making activity is money making activity doing all the flyers doing all the work doing all this or is money making activity getting on the call reaching out to people you know, and stuff like that. You got to weigh out. Would you rather be, I mean, Olivia, would you rather be on a call or would you rather make a flyer right now? On a call. Exactly. Because a flyer might take you X, Y, Z time. And with me, I rather, this is why I is still upon, like, it's just like, you know, to make 50,000 in one year, you got to decipher what's the hourly rate. Let's do the math. I'll do the math right now. What do you want to get to make 
for it. 50,000 divided by 52. And then that's $961 basically a week. And then you got to basically divide that by 40 hours. So 961. This is a little bit of my engineering background. I went to school for engineering divided mm -hmm. by 40 hours. So that's basically 24 and everything. So you got to, would you rather be doing $5 an hour worth of work or would you rather be doing 24 hours? You know, you, you know, like you got to think about that, you know, stuff like that. You know, you can hire somebody from Fiverr or get a virtual assistant and they can be doing something that low for you to do. So your business could keep on going and stay consistent. And you know what I, I call that? I definitely call that like delegating task. And mm -hmm. se seriously, because like you need to know your strengths and your weaknesses so, and mm -hmm. you need to know the things that you really don't like to do. So you can hire those things out and work to the point where it's like if you're starting out and you can't have somebody do all that stuff yet, you, you start writing your list of who you need to hire, because that'll make you mo mo more motivated to actually get that done. You know what I'm also saying? You like, barter and trade, like somebody likes people, yeah. people got other skills, like, you know, like, um, prime example, I was telling my client yesterday, I said, okay, you, your next level is to get your business LLC. So, okay. She talked to a lawyer. They gave her a price. I was like, all right, so how you can get this money? You know, granted, you don't want to tap into the money that, you know, you're saving for your house. So what's other ways you can make the money? She's like, um, I could either pick up extra shifts. Um, I'm like, I don't you cook? You can cook, you can sell some dinners. And then you would basically like after after uh, the cost of expenses from plates or the food and stuff, that's profit right there. Boom. Then I sort of like sell my help me sell my books. Boom, that's money right there. Like there's multiple ways of basically getting the money to get there. But what are you willing to do? Like some people, mm -hmm. you know. What are you willing to do to get a thousand dollars and you don't want to tap into your savings? Are you willing to, you know, say, Hey, I'll make your flyers, you know, I'll do a bundle package. One thing I can't stand is like some of these cartoonist people, they look for the one time hit of, of a, of a sale. So they were like, Oh, my sale, my, um, I'll do a quick slide for a show for you for 60 bucks. I'll do a, a cartoon for you for, 30 bucks or something like that. And I'm like, why don't you do a package deal? You know, like I tell this all the time, like when you look at like coming to America, got a lot of different mixed reviews, but at the same time, how their marketing was, you didn't just, it didn't just poof say, oh, I'm out here. They did a build upon. And then they released the book. They, they released the movie. So, and then so it's off. There was a second movie of that. Like I, I saw promo for, okay, I'm so bad when it comes to like knowing what's actually going on in the rest of the world because yes, I'm that's an entrepreneur zone. Like literally, like if I don't, I mean, if I don't like, I mean, I do keep up a little bit with certain TV and stuff and it'll come on a commercial or something like that. So I knew about it for a while. I stopped watching TV and I only have Netflix and like Hulu, but I, I, I honestly- Well, Amazon Video. If, you, you, if, if you're a Prime member, you got it. And I have it. Amazon video too. I just, I only have like one day out of the week where I actually allow myself to like look at TV. So I've been watching, like I watched Netflix and I binge watched Ginny and Georgia. Just going to put that out there. Like, cause I did see that on my like Facebook thing timeline. And I was like that book, that not book, that movie. I'm like, I, they, they didn't say what it was about. I looked at it. I'm telling you binge watched it all night so it's like I'm an all or nothing type of girl like it's like either I don't watch it at all or I binge watch and so I'm detoxing from <laughs> I mean I need to have my moments of detoxing too because um it definitely the tv definitely is a distraction and we as entrepreneurs know that's a time waster and everything like that but people need to just you know weigh it out you know and balance it out and see if you're doing too much of it you know me I know you know, from a mental mental health standpoint, I can't watch too much TV. I mean, mm -hmm. literally, like I have to like if I basically treat myself to one episode a day or, you know, one TV show, it's not going to be every single day. There's days that I don't watch TV and there's days that, you know, I have, oh, I'm off from work. Let me enjoy myself. And, you know, I'm trying to basically reduce on being outside of you know, especially where I live at, it's cold. It's just not starting to break weather. So now you're going to want to be outside and stuff like that. But when the wintertime, we have a, you know, you know, we have a safeguard because, you know, all you want to do is just go to work and come home. 
mm-hmm. from work and come home. So literally, like, you know, that's our luxury is most times watching TV, especially with COVID. It's, that's our luxury right now because, you know, we wanted to stay away from as much people as possible. So it's work, go home, work, go home, work and take whatever you need to take care of and then go home. So that's what it is like now. But, um, you know, as the weather gets, everybody's going to want to be out. Everybody's going to want to do stuff and stuff like that. So it is. It's, it, that could be a distraction with itself when you want to go like I can't I mean I've never been a partier thank god but I know some people that will love to party every single weekend they're like yo this weekend and that's a ploy thing you know like there's nothing wrong with that like that's what life you want to vision and no it's sometimes it's a it's a catch-22 with us because like we want the family life but then we want the the discipline life too and then we want the we want the life to turning up and stuff but we know turning up every single weekend is not not happening like me i'd rather go to if i basically went to if i was going out every single weekend i'd rather go to like a mastermind and then they have a party and we have like a you know like the one of those networking event where you're with other entrepreneurs i'd rather do that than to go hey let's get up and have a good time and drink nah like i'll do that quarterly for real though like so we need that we need that you know socialize and get up with our friends but our true friends is going to understand like my friends i don't even get mad anymore when my friends have get-togethers and i'm not like it's not a diss to me because they know how disciplined i am with my entrepreneurship i literally go go to do my nine until i'm doing my entrepreneur i'm doing whatever other side hustles and they know so like if they give me heads up if it's their birthday i'm definitely all going to do my best to come through but if it's their um you know, if it's just like, hey, let's get up every single weekend, like, it's, like they get up a lot every, like they have like a single mom's club and, you know, they'll get coworkers and stuff like that all together and stuff. So, you know, it is what it is. I, I wanted to talk about something um, because I, since my husband's deployed and I literally am alone and I'm a huge extrovert, mm. I make time. That's a good thing, at least you're an extrovert because if you were the introvert, Mm. yeah 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 so go on (laughs) I um I I always I make time for my friends definitely like that's something like I have so many people like okay last weekend I went out to dinner with a friend because she moved to Hawaii on Monday you know um and then I have so many good people that like fill it like pour into me that it's like I need that, especially since I live alone and literally just have my dog. So like throughout the week, I'm mostly either home or at my day job. And I do get to do a lot of work, but I'm trying to find that balance because when I do leave my day job, like I don't want to be work filling that time up with more work, you know? You know, this thing with balance, it's um it's it's called it's called it's about alignment because it's so the fact is something's gonna fall through the scratch and it's you can't balance it out. You got to align it. So everybody got to, anybody that's in your vision, your mission, it got to be about alignment. So they're, they align with your life. So you're going to make time for that. You know, some people are not like, you know, I might make time for more of this person than that person because of the fact that they align with what's going on in my life, you know, and stuff like that. It's not neglecting the other people that's in my life, but it's a called alignment. Like this person has been supportive. You want to be there and stuff like that. So you're going to make that time, you know, like one of my friends, like, Hey, maybe we should do this after I get out of work or and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, I have a little bit of flexibility after my conference today, you know, I could go and make some extra money, go sell my books or whatever, go, you know, turn on the app and make some more extra cash or, I can just basically enjoy my Saturday and mm-hmm. it's just all a debate about what I want to do, how I want to do it. And I don't get days off. I mean, like how I do, because most times I'm taking, I'm t- like, I take days off and it's not for my, it's not for me. It's for my business. So like, literally it's all about alignment. Like, you know, like, okay, you know, I've been like, go, 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 go. I'm like, all right, well this weekend I'm taking off and it was really supposed to be an event. And I'm like, you know what? I'm taking this off and it's going to be full throttle my weekend. So I'm going to work if I like, and the whole thing is now that like, it's all about increasing your income. So you never have to worry about, you know, the finances because the money's going to keep on coming and stuff like that. Like me, I'm like, I'm learning not to be so antsy and rushy when it comes to paying stuff, you know, like literally like paying off stuff, you know, stuff that you need and not want, you know, like I've been really strict on my morning 
my new morning spinning routine. My morning spinning routine used to be um there, there's a, a franchise called Tim Hortons. It's in Buffalo, New. It's in um Western New York area and um Canada. It's a it was a basically long story short a Buffalo Sabres guy named Tim Hortons. He um he was also he also played at Toronto Maples. That's another hockey team and he basically built a franchise and called it Tim Hortons. So um it's a big you know what and I don't really like I've been like basically like you know what I'm gonna start drinking my jug of water I got this jug I got the hydromate jug of water matter of fact it's in my car still but literally I got the hydromate drug and I just basically like all right that's what I'm gonna do in the morning time drink more fruit me eat more fruit and I'm disciplining because I'm ready to level up for the next thing and it's honestly giving me more energy because all that caffeine is not good for you anyways so um overall like you really got to make sure that you are doing things that align with what's going on with your life. The people that's going to be with you, they're going to align because people are going to, you can't balance it all out. You got to disalign it. Like you got to be like, I'm very strict on if somebody wants to hang out with me. Okay. Time, place, who and where, you know, like literally. Like, it's in the calendar. I'm going to send you a Google calendar. invite. It's in the like, calendar. Like literally like me, me just basically like, like listen to like sometimes like if I want bigger space to do recording for certain things, I will go to, you know, one of my friends or, and I'll double dip and I'll like, all right, I'm going to spend a little bit of that time hanging out with my friend. Cause I haven't seen her in a while and I'll still do, you know, cause like sometimes I want to change up my settings. So, you know, sometimes I'll go over there, you know, I might buy order some, you know, little Caesar pizza. I'll hang out with her daughter for a little bit, make my watch a, uh, a half of a movie or whatever with her. And I'll get to start going in and crushing and it's double dip. But all my friends know Shay is on a mission. So Shay doesn't have time for shenanigans, doesn't have time for foolery and stuff like that. Yes, I'm human. I went through breakups. I went through um, having to cut off people in my life and stuff like that, but I am still human. So I do love when I am around my friends, I try to enjoy it. You know, I try and basically like one thing I took from my mother, like when we were out, like, you know, like in the past, like you see people so many times just playing on their phone. Mm -hmm. Put that phone on the Yeah, exactly. You got to be present in the moment when you're with people. Exactly. Put it in the moment. Like, 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 literally, like, I mean, if I'm like, it's one thing if I'm going to restroom, I might check it right quick, whatever. But literally, like me just texting the whole time when someone like, you know, that was What's one, the point one of thing, y'all going out to eat. That was one thing. With, and that's one thing that my ex couldn't understand. Cause I'm like, you right next to me. And he's like, yo, you just want all my time. I'm like, no, let's be present in the moment and just enjoy and love on each other. And that's what it was. Like, I shouldn't have to compete with I shouldn't have to compete for somebody's time and vice versa. You shouldn't have to get, because time is so precious. You know, my cousin, um, she was 25 when she passed away with a rare kidney cancer. So that makes me really realize like, okay, who like, who is really aligns with my life. And like, some of them, I don't align with my life. That's family. And that's, that's, that's one thing I want to tell people that are, whether they're, it, it, whether even if they're employee minded, like some people are not going to align with your life as you keep on leveling up because you can expand in your career and they just can't come with you. And it's not, it's okay. It's not that it's not saying you're bougie, you're better than them. It's saying the fact that you got to do what's best for you. And you got to make sure that if you got goals, if you, if people can't see under respect it, they don't have to, they, nobody's not under, supposed to be understanding your vision. You know, my book, co-author, my co-author book called Visionistas, how we think outside the box. Everybody's not going to understand your vision. Everybody's not going to understand your mission and that's okay. But the people that really support and love what you do, they're going to respect your mission. And that's what the whole fact of matter is. Make sure you have people that respect your mission. They don't have to understand like, oh, well, you know, like I mean, one of my friends like, oh, well, you could dial back and do this for your business so you can do this for your life. And I'm like, I mean, that's fine, but I'd rather do it this from an entrepreneur standpoint. How about I not dial it back for my business, do this instead and still make sure that I elevate in life. That's how we do as entrepreneurs. We think outside the box and we think of ways to elevate and grow. I want to put a little spiritual spin on this because um, I, uh, you know, it, it, to me, this all relates back to being your authentic self mm. because when you are letting go of the ego and, and letting go of like, for me, I'm a recovering people pleaser, you know, when you let go of that type of stuff mm. and you just show up as yourself, then the right people will be with you. And the other ones will eliminate themselves because once you, and you also upgrade your, your own personal standards. When you do that work too, like you upgrade, like the fact that it's like you, 
you respect time. So you put people on a calendar. So you expect, like, you are just giving them the expectations. You know what I'm saying? I know some people got mad. I know some people literally got mad when they, when I had to put them on a calendar, I'm like. And then they will eliminate themselves if they don't (laughs) want to understand. And that's just how that goes. They will release themselves and it will be okay. Because you know what? Everybody ain't, some people are just here for seasons. They ain't here your whole entire time you ain't got to take them with them and and that's fine like it's cool like i love you yeah, honestly oh, you, know, you know what you know you know they bounce they, they come back some type of way when they see you coming up and it wasn't like yo because like i talked to my coach the other day and he said he said yeah like you know like i'm you know i'm going through the struggling phases of you know i'm having all these wins in life and i want to celebrate it with the people that i love and you know like especially that one inner core person that i love and stuff like that and he said you know what just keep on going and i'm like i'm like and i'm like struggling also with the fact that people you know i'm having to let go or people just walking out of my life and he's saying you know what at the end of the day when people see you two three years from now and they see and you they, they see that you have leveled up then they're gonna like yo what did Shay do how did that happen whatever and i'm like it's because i kept the momentum you know, and stuff like that. I, I basically might have journaled it out, cried out, you know, reached out to people like Olivia and like, yo, you know, um, I, I'm having a moment, pray for me or mm-hmm. talk to me right quick. I need to, you know, like, what's the name? And I'm like, you know, literally like me and like Olivia, like we've just started connecting what earlier this month. Yeah. And I feel like me and her had like, I can't like, you know, like I got to visit you. Like, I mean, literally like, I'm like, yo, I got to come visit Olivia. Like literally like, cause I, I, I'm one, you know, maybe what you know, like I think we all can learn from each other. I don't see Olivia mm-hmm. better than me because she's married. I don't. I don't think she's be- see that um, I'm better that she that she's better than me because she's married or because she her she's further along. Like it's nothing like that, and that's one thing that the true about true 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 factor about entrepreneurship. You need to be around people that have either been there or you can still learn from them. And if mm-hmm. when you have that. When you like, um, it come back to Robert Kiyosaki, I remember him seeing it either in a video or I read it in Rich Dad Poor Dad. And he said, I'd rather be in a room with all, like I'd be the C plus and I'd be around all the A plus people and everything. I'd rather be in that room and stuff like that. Because honestly, most times you're going to hire, you could be a C plus person. You're going to hire an A plus person because an A plus person is a person that's very, very employee minded. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. Like they're very genius, genius. But at the same time, they like to, they like to just like read like a researcher. A researcher is not gonna say, okay, I want to have my own business. They're gonna be like, okay, I want to design stuff, give me the money so I can have the money and then buy. There mm-hmm. is some that are that have that trait, but a lot of researchers that scientific, you know, doctors, a lot of doctors, they rather work in a hospital than to have their own practice. Let's be real. They rather work on our agency than to have their own practice, which is fine. Then there's other doctors like, you know what? I want more time freedom. I haven't, you know, some actually be smart. They're like, all right, I'm going to be in this industry for X, Y, Z years. And then I'm going to basically pull in and have my own practice within five, 10 years. I know, you know, one of my, um, one of the speakers from my event, Amina Jones, I had this podcast episode with her recently and she had actually my coach's wife too. <laughs> so it's all about building relationships. Especially it really is. Building, building on a relationship. Like I wouldn't like, you know, like literally like I just was scrolling through social media and then like olivia popped up i don't even think i don't even know how we became friends but i just saw i, I think it was a network it was for like, real just I think it was a network. I think it was a group network that we both associated with and look at god like now like i would say like i would meet, meet olivia she said yo let me let me get in your podcast I'm like all right you're gonna be on my podcast after the summit is over with i want to be i want you to be on my summit next year the woman on the mission summit so now it's like okay let's let's like really do this and stuff like that. I mean, people are coming to me like, it's nothing. Like I like literally like, like people like, yo, how did you get 20, 20 speakers to get on your virtual summit for this year? I'm like, it was a struggle. Women are a little bit more difficult because I did a men last year and I did a men in two days. I got 14 men like that. Women, they, you got to cross your teeth and dot your eyes. Nothing. It was a learning experience. And I'm looking forward to this virtual summit. This come, um, this coming uh, next week and stuff like that. And overall it really like you got to build relationships you got to be aligned with what you want to do when you're on your mission and you got to basically get strengthened like yes entrepreneurship is a lonely sport but it's but it's only a lonely sport if you allow it to be a lonely sport a lot of the ones that fail in entrepreneurship is because they're not serving enough people evan carmichael said that read that and built to serve and then on top of that they're not networking with enough people they're not basically putting themselves out there if you're 
it's, you know, the book that I'm reading currently is non-entrepreneur and it's called The Weight by Devon Franklin and Megan Good. And they said fear is, um, you know, uh, fear is the, it's failure of faith, something of that essence. And fear is the failure of entrepreneurship. So if you're not willing to put yourself out there, you're not trying to put sales on, you just basically saying I'm in the business, you're said don't get an LLC if you're not willing to really be really be strict don't get it even that DBA that's the worst of waste of $30 or whatever it is for your state be a, be on a mission to make sure that everything that's in your services align with what you do and if you know that's from people place and thing that's really what it is and if you're not willing to do that it comes with you know we was going to mention this and I know we've been talking I don't know how much longer we got to go but do you want me to present the the four m's yes I was going to actually ask you about that next yeah so what are the four m's okay so it's the entrepreneur foundation that I basically incorporated um I start I created it earlier this year matter of fact the end of last year and then my coach matter of fact helped me with the fourth so it started off with three and then it went with the fourth because I'm a mission builder. So the four, I'm going I'm to say my slogan after I tell you what the four are. So the four M's are for entrepreneurship foundation is um, mindset, message, monetize, mission. So the slogan of that, the four M's is if your mindset ain't right, your mission's not going to be clear enough nobody's going to monetize and then you're not going to be building your mission. So overall, this concept of the four M's is to elaborate that um, we as individuals got to have the strong mindset. If your mindset is not strong enough, you're not going to be able to deal with rejection. You're not going to be able to deal with um, how to overcome when life crisis is happening. You know, I've dealt, you know, there's times like, oh, I mean, it's funny. I was talking to my mentee the other day and he had a hurt. He had a he's dealing with his first few life's um, crises. Okay. He, he's like 20, you know, in college and stuff like that, trying to juggle. And I was like, you know, he was struggling with his insurance. I'm like, wait a minute, you don't even have your car on the road right now. Why are you paying for insurance? And I'm like, go cancel it. Boom. Case, what's the name? Like, and I've been there. Like, I'm like, oh, I got to still pay this health. I'm like, pay this insurance. I'm like, you not, your car's not on the road. The shame on whoever's in, in your life right now that didn't tell you, um, you shouldn't be paying for insurance. If I don't have a car on the road, I'm not paying for insurance. Like that's what, you know, you know, you, you got to utilize in your cap um, capital. So that's the mindset part. Um, the message, you know, it took me over a year to get my message clear. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to be a coach. I knew I loved helping people, but I had to get accountability and I had to get, I had to get a clarity coach. I got a business coach you know, Clarity Coach was temporary, you know, she had a 10 to 12 week program, you know, I still talk to her today, she's one of my dearest best friends, and stuff like that, but she has a limited program, so, you know, every so often I reach out to her about certain things, I'm still part of her group, and stuff like that, but I knew I needed somebody long term, that's where my business coach came in, and stuff like that, and he got me clear my message, I able to launch my coaching program, Um, I got clients that's active now, and stuff like that, and I tend on getting more, so, my met like I was able to mind I went crazy like I able got I got 11 sales on you know but on um January by literally being strong enough to have my my message was clear enough people like oh bet you know I was able to pitch you know like getting on calls you know we was talking about this prior to the call about how you know um how one of my clients like I strictly told her like you don't get on discovery whatever type of session without pitching your business and the whole thing is if your message is not clear enough you could talk to somebody like me and you could talk on mm-hmm. a side note and chat it up but when it's strictly business time you already know okay you talk you get to know them you give them a little bit of insight a sneak peek about what you're going to do you give them a little freebies here and there as a coach and then you basically hold back you're like listen now you want all the juice you're gonna have to basically play you gotta pay to play so that's where the that's where the honestly the message part come in. The monetize, the only way you're gonna monetize is really if you have the strong enough mindset, you should be able to practice your pitch, boom, know what to call. You should know when to pitch. You should know when to you should know how to structure your script and go with the flow and make sure it's not too scripty that people are like, okay, you know, it's too, it's not personable. So you got to be able to be able to be one with one person. You know, yes, some people aren't coaches, but at the same time, whether you're selling a t-shirt a mug, sneakers, whatever you're selling and stuff like that. When you got to get to a point of why should I buy you? 
why what what makes you more important to us you know like my book what makes you like you can buy my book other ways but why would i buy your book for 25 dollars? one you can even book autographed two i might throw in some other added value content so when you get tricky ways of how to monetize you got to basically add on value you can't just say like us as coach uh, coaches we can't just say hey i will give you eight sessions Okay. Yeah. And honestly, with service-based businesses and um, just that type of stuff, it's, it's different. Like the, the trans, it's not as transactional, the, the coaching, the scripts for selling a coaching program are so different for necessarily doing selling like t-shirts online or something, you know? So like, let's, but There's you still got to add some fear. type of value. You got to add some type of value from the mm-hmm. monetized part. You got to add value. You can't just say, hey, like my like my prime example, I could have just said, I'm having a virtual summit. Tickets are, it's a free ticket when you enter in, but you, if you want to, if you want the replay and that's it. I think I'm like, oh, okay. I had more added value and I'm actually getting tickets sold this time on because one, the tickets are, thir- like the tickets are what? The first 15 minutes are $57. Mind you, you can register for free. You'll get daily free access. But you're going to want these replays of these these 20 women. And, well, actually, it's 21 speakers, including myself. You're going to want free access. And then you're getting my book, too, on top of that. Like, let's go. Let's go. Like, you're getting $1,300 worth of value. Why would you not want to buy a ticket for $57? Oh and that's the first 50, first, first 50, um, first, um, first 15 minutes. Then it jumps up to 97 then that's, that's, you know, that's, you know, sales psychology and a little bit scared, but why would you not want to be a part of something that great? $1,300, anything that I see, the like, price is about the client at the end of the day, because and, the it, is, and then how much what they're giving, like every speaker is giving something away, whether it's uh, being able to talk to some, because some people you can't talk to unless you pay. I know one person I can't talk to unless I pay a hundred, no, $250. Mm-hmm. Like straight up, like, they, you know, and stuff like that. And if they give me like, oh, you get to talk to me if you basically purchase a ticket for XYZ time. And then, you know, some people are giving their courses. Some people's courses are worth 200 bucks. <laughs> like $57 ticket to $97, you get a $200 course. That's just, that's what my, you know, like literally my book is going to be signed $25, you know, and stuff like that. And I might have some, I might have a crazy promo and says, whoever buy XYZ, I might put a hundred dollars. <laughs> Actually, that's my but the people that are actually going to invest in themselves for this Mm -hmm. will actually are more likely that will do the work because literally it it people have to have sweat in the game like no bullshit like I go to the gym because I pay three hundred dollars a month to go to the flipping gym Mm -hmm. because I have a personal trainer I sign I I basically you know with coaching I say how you gonna have a coach you don't have a coach okay I, I basically. Make sure that I show up to my coaching sessions. I'm basically, uh, I don't care if I have to pull over and I have a session with my coach and stuff like that. I give my undivided attention, one, to make sure that I get any answers I can because I have a limited time with him. And I upgraded and paid more with him. So it's not like, okay, I get 15 minutes of time with him. No, I'm getting like 30 minutes to an hour some days with him. And I'm going to make, I'm going to utilize and take advantage of that time and stuff like that. It's all about, even when you're paying for personal training, like you said, you spend $300, you're going to make sure you show up to that. And if you're not showing up, you're wasting your money. Just like, I mean, and you're going to, the more it's a higher rate, like some people are like, oh, you should charge more. You should charge more. It's going to get there. You know, I mean, I get a big name one day, like Elena Cardon, uh, Lisa Nichols, Oprah, whatever case may be. Yeah. The ticket going to be, going to be a decent price. Trust and believe. But it's really all about what you offer within that ticket. Like you, anybody can say, oh, purchase the ticket. Anybody can say, buy the book. But if you basically like, if you basically, you, you got to basically know money strategies. So that's what I, where the concept of monetize. And your mission, your mission is all about what you love to do. You're building your mission because you love, you love what you're doing. You love, you want financial freedom. Overall, that's what the entrepreneurial way is. Everybody wants financial freedom. Nobody, nobody should be getting into any business and they're not, doing what they love, you know, like how we were talking about outsourcing, mm-hmm. you outsource the work that are tedious, frustrating to you mm-hmm. and going to be time consuming to you. Yes. In theory, you're saving time. You're, 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 you're spending money, but at the same time, I, like I said, I'd rather, if it's, if I want to make 50,000 this year, I'd rather outsource anything that's less than $24 and an uh, hour compared to, um, taking the time out 
to do the flyers, do this. No, I'll rather draw it out. I'll rather draw it out or give them a description of what I want and then say, go to town. My podcast, like literally my podcast flyer was created. My woman in the mission spot, you know, like 90% of all my flyers been created by somebody else. Why? Because the fact is I get to focus more on summit. I get to focus on these podcasts. This podcast it, like this is honestly just building connections, you know, and stuff like that. And one thing that I, the key factor when you're building your mission, you cannot be selfish. You got to be selfless. You know, like literally, like I know Olivia didn't join me. Like we are, we have similar mindsets um, in, in, our, in our coaching, you know, but we, we teach differently. She can't be intimidated. Like, oh, if I bring another mindset coach on, she's going to steal my clients. No, whoever resonates with her, Whoever resonates with me is going to rock with me and want to and sign up with me on my and sign up with me. And that's a blessing because it's going to come back in 10 folds because whoever likes Olivia, they're going to look up Olivia and they're going to sign. They're going to sign up. They might just buy her product. They might buy her book. And it's not, it does like that's that's a you know, like it's it's nothing like a great feeling when if I call Olivia like, yo somebody would listen to your podcast and they sign up for my coach product. Like, Oh, we're, we got to cheer. We got to celebrate each other. You know, and that's what it needs to be about. It doesn't need to be a, it's that collaboration over competition. You know, I don't Real. because I don't, you know, what's for you is for you at the end of the day. Like that's really what it is. It's like, you're going to get all your abundance. And I, I was listening to this uh, thing from Abraham Hicks and, and I put it in more Christian terms because I'm very spiritual, you know? So like, it, and it's basically saying it's arrogant to believe that this whole world doesn't have, the whole universe doesn't have enough abundance in it for you to have everything you want in your life if you just stay focused on it. Mm-hmm. It is completely arrogant to believe that you can't have every single thing you want in this world. You just, you just have to do the work and stay focused on it. Mm-hmm. Faith without work is dead. Mm-hmm. And everything. And we, we, that's why I said, like, you know, like it, it's, I, I love connecting with new people. I love connect. I've, I mean, I've, it's really been a, like, honestly, when God takes away, he's been opening up more doors, you know, and stuff like that. Like he took, you know, like, I mean, Stefan speaks, had, I'm signed up with his text message community and he's put this, and this is what something that's been resonating with me since he sent it on Wednesday. And he said, when God blocks it, leave it alone. Mm-hmm. And as much as I'm like, Oh, let me go check out this person or let me go see what this person is about. You know, you, you had those curiosity, but at the same time, like, you know what? He blocked it for a reason. Let it go. You know, whoever's supposed to be around your greatness, they will. And whoever's not, that's their loss. You know, I mean, just like, I mean, I could get a little bit, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say it in an explicit version. I mean, uh, a very proper version, uh, you know, if um, it's one person gain and it's another person, I mean, it's one person's loss and then another person's gain. So um, I looked at that in every aspect, when it's building a relationship with somebody, when it's building a friendship with somebody, when it's, you know, um, if, if a job lets you go, you know, you know, like if you a job lets you go, that's their loss for letting you go. They didn't see the value in you. They didn't see the greatness in you. And you sometimes gotta, you gotta, you gotta self-assess. Like, could I did this better? And then look how you could do better the next time around. You know, um, you know, like, like I said, from a relationship standpoint, I definitely look at Stefan Speaks and who, who knows, he might be my man in the missions on one of my speakers. Cause I, I've been, I, I, I've been leaning towards him in another, but I'm from a, cause I'm working more in a spiritual realm. I, I really feel like he will be, and whether it happens this year or a year from now, he would be a great asset because the simple fact is he really aligns. And like, I like, you know what, like I've been saying, I want a male relationship coach and he will be that it person because he has the tools that I need. And I need to stop basically like, Oh, well, this person does good. I might get an insight from that person, just sign up for a, a brief section. But I think that, you know, like when it comes to coaching and when it comes to entrepreneurship, a lot of people need to overall see that, how, what ways that I'm lacking and how can I get help? And honestly, there's, there's nine and there's a coach for that. There's a coach oh, for that. definitely. Definitely. There's and there's, that. That's why I brought, that's why I keep on bringing up what wasn't my, my thing I'm know I'm lacking is having a successful relationship. And I want that. 
not because everybody's, you know, I don't live by everybody. I'm not looking at, oh, well, this person's having a great marriage. This one. No, I want to experience that myself, even though I came from a two family home and, you know, I was brought up literally hearing like, don't never get married, you know, and stuff like that. But at the same time, I still want to experience myself. I want to have a successful relationship. I want to have a successful marriage. I want to have kids with me, you know, seeing me, you know, and then, then at the same time, I can change the climax of, you know, we are so taught from, uh, you know, how our parents was. A lot of our parents teach us employee. I want my parents, I want to basically teach my kids an entrepreneur's perspective. Mm-hmm. And, and finding someone with those same values is, is kind of hard. Um, you know, just, and, and relationships, they are so, my marriage has taken, it'll be six years in October. Mm-hmm. And, um, I tell you what, it's, it's not been the easiest, but I, I'm happy to say that I'm, believe like even though he's deployed and we barely get to talk we have a very healthy relationship we are not emotionally codependent on each other we um it's just it's not toxic you know and I think we need to normalize healthy relationships and we both came from families that were divorced like so it's not like I mean I came from I came from I came from a family where my parents could have been divorced, should have been divorced. And, you know, they stuck it out. And I mean, you know, I hear sayings of, you know, we really went on a tangent, but, you know, we're going to clean in on the topic, but literally like, um, you know, like regardless if you're divorced, not divorced, parents are together, still together. And, you know, you just see ways of what you envision in your own relationship. You know, some people have the great relationships with their parents and, you know, some people still don't like, I know my one cousin, her, her parents been, married for like 30 some odd plus years she's never been married and stuff like that so it's honestly you know I don't think it should come to a point where you settle in because I know a lot of people that are settling and they're just basically jumping into relationships and they're shacking up you know and stuff like that and that's on them but I think that we as individuals need to know what we want stop playing the games um if you just don't see that person as the one let them go like literally like let them go like me I've always tried I've been very selective and then just a little thing I just need to date more like honestly I need to just like and then I'm I'm, I'm starting to see like you know like x off people quick and it's it's because of me just learning like okay that's not what I want bye and I'm like you know and stuff like that I might, I might give them you know and it's not be it's not it's nothing materialistic literally because I mean I don't want somebody based off of them what they what they can offer I'm offer what their intellect is what their if they're, if they're, if we really have a compatibility and that's what it's about. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Well, last question, five years from now, where do you want to be? Um, five years from now, I want to be able to be a snowbird. Um, you know, um, a snowbird, if nobody knows what a snowbird is, that's basically where, you know, Buffalo will be always my home, but, um, in the winter months I'm over. So, um, I don't want to be shoveling snow. I don't want to be dusting off snow in the car. So that's where I see on a personal level. I, I tend on living in two different non-relate. One's going to be snow-based and I basically won't be here during that time and I'll be Buffalo. So I tend on having multiple houses. Um, I also definitely intend on being married within the next five years. Um, having, kid, having kids, whether it's adopted, um, foster care, as well as, you know, I'm not putting a timetable on when I'll be married, but I do know I'm putting myself in a position within the next two to three years to be a mom, regardless and stuff like that. Um, that's, that's what I, that's what God has envisioned me. You know, he's preparing me to be a wife right now. So I'm in the phase of right now to be prepared to be somebody's wife, as well as being prepared to be somebody's mom. Um, business-wise, I would definitely not be working a nine until my nine to five anymore I definitely know if the only way I'm doing it is if I'm owner owning any part of the business that's the only way I'll be it so within the next five years I definitely won't because one I know family time is very important to me and that's something that I'm getting myself in because it's so important to me so I'm ready to level up on certain things so um I definitely see me being a speaker and you know my kids coming with me right quick or you know the nanny like you know like some people like oh well I don't want to have a nanny I'm like I don't want to have a nanny too but I'm gonna have a nanny I'm going to have, but my nanny is not going to basically be so clean. Like you seen, I don't know if you, uh, with the hand that rocks her cradle years ago and stuff like that, the nanny was trying to step in and be the mom and she, no, I really want, I don't want to be that Spanish woman. That's what I want. 
I, I want the, and then I don't even want that. I want the kids to basically still, like, you got to basically still make time for the kids that the kids are comfortable talking to you and everything like that. Like, because if you have the nanny too much around, then of course they're going to be more close to you. So I don't mm-hmm. want that. I want the, the nanny's going to be around when I have a business meeting, when I have, um, when I have, when I have a, when I basically, honestly, when I have a business meeting or when I need to catch up on some business stuff, that's when it, or, you know, like cleaning around the house. And cause I just don't like, I'm like, if you, if you want to be a true entrepreneur, you outsourcing every, as much as Dude, possible. like there's you're outsourcing. no you're, cleaning the toilets does not add value to my life. Like it really doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. And some people think is, oh, you, well, you too bougie for that. No, I rather have somebody come in and go do my laundry for me, go do it. And I'm basically typing away and, or basically talking to a client right now. That's really, and if you think that's a lazy thing as an entrepreneur, then you don't need to be an entrepreneur because at the end of the day, you got to see where you like, yes, yeah, save some time. You can like, I mean, I know some people that has a nanny and the nanny don't necessarily have to be a big class professional. It could be a, a niece that's like in, in between college or, you know, going through some crisis and they, right. like, you know, and stuff like that. So stop thinking like, okay, well, I need somebody that's, you know, up and, you know, and then sometimes you don't have family help, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I know one more friend, she's doing bodybuilding right now and stuff like that. She doesn't have the family support that she has. So her kid, it goes every single day, Monday through Friday goes, you know, every single day goes to um, childcare. And she does her thing on her, on her whatever, you know, work stuff she has to do. And then she has a little bit of help with the, the father and, you know, the kid is over there for the weekends. But at the same time, she has limited time and she wants to do her bodybuilding career. So she's in the gym X, Y, Z amount of hours per day. So literally that you got to also like, okay, like, you know, you can't make excuse. Like people, if you want to basically change it and you don't like how you look, what are you prepared to outsource? That's what your mind got to be about. That's what your mindset got to be about. What are you prepared to outsource? Oh, that costs too much. Okay, then you're not serious enough. If you know you need to lose, if you want to lose 50 pounds, you need a trainer. You don't mm-hmm. have the discipline. You don't have the discipline. I mean, and it's funny because I, I lost 60 pounds on my own. Like, but you had, you found some type of way to find, hold yourself accountable. Yeah. Like, and, and this was a couple of years ago. And now that I started working out with a trainer, it's, it's different because I'm doing different things, but I mean, it's totally possible to lose it on your own, but you got to fucking be on your shit. Like, you got to have some real life conversations. And then at the same time, it all comes back to you got to get everybody that's in your inner core on the same, same mm-hmm. alignment with you. You got to basically like same page. You know, Elena Cardon, read the book. That's my next book that I'm actually going to read. It, I read. This is my every year book. Um, how to build an empire, and she helped br- build the 10x empire with Grant Cardon. So one of the key chapters that she says is whoever's your mate, whoever's your kids, they all got to be in the same page. And if you don't get them on the same page, you're going to have rip. This mm-hmm. person is going to be doing that. This person is going to be doing that. You know, if your kids don't know what you're doing, that's your fault. If your kid, yeah. if you haven't, if you, that's your fault. If your kids don't know what you're doing, if your kids don't even know you have a business and you are saying I'm having family chaos, my family think I'm neglecting them. That's because you haven't communicated with them what you do. You haven't said, okay, what, you know, like, I mean, Eric Thomas on his podcast, he talks about it several times. He says, you know, um, we have family meetings from time to time and we talk about, okay, this is what I do. And we, we actually on a consistent basis, they have family meetings so that they know that, okay, this is family time. This is when I'm crushing it time. And this is when, you know, I, I didn't have me time, you know, and stuff like that. You got to figure that out. If you're not willing to figure that out, you're always going to have chaos and turmoil, you know? Oh yeah. I completely agree. And that's why I'm so happy. Like, we're going to be, it's going to be very helpful for us as older parents having children, like, cause you're going to be an older parent. I'm going to be an older parent. Cause I don't want to have kids yet. You know, you and, you're 28. yeah, but still like in comparison to a lot of other, all, you know, all of our other friends probably have kids, you know, oh, yes. most, you know I'm what I'm 33. saying? I'm 33. I'm right. at least I'm like, I'm like, I talked to one of my friends, my best friend that one day will be my maid of honor. And I told her like, yo, I'm really your only friend that is single and doesn't have no kids. All of my other friends have kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like, even though I'm 28, like still like it, get, and it's, so it, it's kind of great that we're in this, wasn't it? We can learn from each other and we still like, granted you're married, but you're still in ways, you know, you haven't experienced that certain part and everything. And it's good. And even when you do, like, I'll be able to, when, it, when the time comes for me, we'll be able to pick back like, cool, we'll be for real. Like, we'll be this is what you stages. need to buy all that other, how this is how you can manage your life with doing all of the things you do, because we have very similar schedules as well, you know, with working 
like yeah, two yeah. jobs and stuff and a business. Like it's just so much, but I know that you're going to do some bomb ass shit in the just next like my virtual years. summit. Yeah. Yes. Virtual summit. I, I tend on making a summit into a conference down the line, a co-author book. Um, I, I tend on doing a lot of crazy collaborate and that's just for the women, the men. I, the reason why I do both men and some people have only clients that are specific to gender. I have both men and women because I, one, I'm a sporty person. So I love yeah. sports. So I can basically relate. Some people don't have that gift and that's okay. Or some people have their reasons because guys like to flirt, you know, or females like to flirt. So they'll keep it to gender based or whatever. And that's fine. Me, I don't like limitations. And then two, mm-hmm. I have, I have my, my clientele right now is 50, 50. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I could cut 50% and just do females only. But, but then, why would you do that if you don't have to? Like, I, I don't, I don't, you know. Everybody has their listening. Some people are really like the only keen into women and they, they only rock with women and that's fine. But me, I know I have a gift of both. So this is why I'm doing a woman in a mission now. The man in a mission is in June. And then I might bring everybody together at the end and uh, do an entrepreneur on a mission at the end of the year. I think you should. I would totally come to that, like for real, for real, and I'll pay. Well, the whole thing is, uh, it just honestly, it's about this COVID thing. So this year might be exclusively virtual. And then my next phase, this is why I know my expiration date for um, my nine until, because I know I want to be on the road. I want to be like, I want to be on, like, until I'm basically, like I said, until I'm married and stuff like that, I'm going to be going to network. I'm I'm, going to be able to go to like two to three masterminds a week. I mean, every other weekend, like literally like, all right, boom. And the biggest thing, like one of the key factors I want to close out with this podcast is um, before I basically mention like where, how you can get connected with me and stuff like that is start being in people's masterminds and groups, sign up for their annual listening. Like, I mean, like this one guy, I know that I've been wanting, like I've purchased his book. Um, He's actually was one of my speakers last year. His mastermind, his, um, his group is literally like 365 just for a year. Every year, that's his annual. He don't have a monthly, anything like that. Start signing up because you never know what those connections are going to make, you know, and stuff like that. Right. Um, even, like, yes, there's free groups, but free only gets you so far. So I encourage you guys to start being connected. Like even if, like me, hands down, once I make millions of dollars, I, I'll sign up for Olivia's thing just to do it. Just like, and then I'm like, you know, what? I'm just doing this to see what you do so I can learn more, apply it maybe. And it's called, it's called entrepreneur hacking. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Like we, me and I can tell you, I've probably business hacked and entrepreneur hacked from other entrepreneurs and made it into my own. Like, oh, I can do this. And I guarantee somebody has this a little bit similar, but nobody, just make sure it's not stolen word verbatim and it's made into your own. Made in what, because if they could basically. Yeah, you just take the outline. You do outline things and then you like make it your own. That's really the best way to like. Not yeah, not you listen. You could do a little bit of verb, but like some of my like some of my verbiage might be a little bit similar to another coach that I know. But at the same time, I know I add certain things that he doesn't. That person, he or she doesn't add, and that's what makes my program unique. You know, and then what, what like nobody's done a virtual summit, so I can basically say whoever signs up for my virtual summit can get a free pro can get a free cert, or whoever basically purchases um um a quarterly package gets my summit you know what i mean like and at the same time nobody can't nobody can't say oh well i'll do a virtual summit too one you gotta prepare for that and then two i already got a lot i already got prepared and already made and it's already on play so you just boom press play so at the end of the day you you going basically all day every day basically like, all right i'm gonna sign up for shades because what you know literally like and then my what blessing is one of my clients recently she found me and i didn't do nothing signed up and everything so people are seeing you so literally stay consistent like you know russell brunson i read this book in traffic secrets he said if you stay consistent for 365 days you will not have money problems anymore so i'm going to stay consistent i know there's certain things that i wasn't consistent at all so it's going to take me a little bit longer i'm not in it for i'm not in it for the short-term gratification i'm in it for the delayed gratification so i encourage it's you a journey it's a journey, it's a journey. You enjoy the it's whole a marathon process. it's entrepreneurship is a marathon it is not a sprint you are, you know, yes, there's some people that made millions of dollars quickly. And then some people lost that real quick too. I know whatever people in that do lotto, please, if you get lotto, be smart with your money, 
do a business. Don't basically have your whole entourage, pay them cars and houses and stuff like that. Put it back into business. Hire a coach. Hire a million dollars. If you make millions, hire a coach. That's the first thing I'm going to say. Before you even touch that money, hire a coach. Hire a financial yeah, coach. Get a financial advisor. Get a plan together. Get a coach. Get your life together. Um, yeah, and really like, really like hush. If you have to change your number and hush up the family members, yeah, that don't tell it. no goddamn body that you want. Well, I mean, I, but at the same time, I do know that the news and it's out in the, it's open to the public, so yeah. you have no choice. But at the same time, if you have to relocate, just like leave for like a brief second, while you can basically internally, cause that's what I would do. Like I know people will come to me and like, listen, like, all right, um, bouncing. Let, let me go off, go off to another whole state where nobody knows me. And then I can basically marinate and, and basically really reflect on what I'm going to do with this money and be smart. So yes, there's medical stuff that's need to be paid. There, there's a hundred million things, but be smart. Just like how the mm-hmm. young man that got 8,000 and he's trying to build his food truck, he's being smart about his money. And that's the same thing that you guys need to do when it comes to your money. So, right. I mean, we could go on for another hour <laughs> and I got a conference to get ready to in the next yeah. few hours. So, um, yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Oh. I feel like we talked about so much. Definitely, her links are in the show notes below. Yeah. So, um, just to close out, you know, um, how to find me? You can find me on all platforms. Shay and a mission. Um, Instagram is one word. Um, other ones like Facebook and stuff like that are like Shay Space on a a mission and stuff like that. Um, but that's how you find me. That's all I gotta say because I'm on a mission. Yes. All right. I'm gonna let you go on a mission. Thank you so much. It was always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Have a good one. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Empowered Woman Badass and Unfiltered Podcast. If you found any value in this, please consider sharing and subscribing. Now go out and be a badass.